Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode three of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of July 3rd, 2017. Hey guys, I'm your host, Scott Barrett, here with my co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how are you? I'm doing well. Happy Independence Day to everyone in the land. Um, I'm glad we're independent. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> How are you tonight, Scott? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. We're, uh, you know, July 4th is a big, uh, big thing in in my house. Uh, you know, I've had family that has served, so it's a good thing, and we celebrate our independence. But we also have a big party at my house. Um, my house is nice. the uh, the only location in the general area where my family lives that can light off fireworks. Believe it or not, so they all come to my really? place and. We light off fireworks. Yeah, most of the counties around uh, where I live in the Bay Area uh, have prohibited fireworks. And so, uh, except my little county, my little city, actually, in the county. So, everyone comes to my house. We uh, we get, you know, it's a great time. We get family together and we light, we light stuff off. So, <laughs> what can go wrong? <laughs> exactly. Blow it up. Let's do this. <laughs> so, tonight's episode is going to be fun, right? It's, it's going to be about something I think you and I both enjoy. And I'm going to let you uh, jump into what that is. Nice. Uh, beware if you're hungry. Might not be a great idea to listen to this episode, unless you have something awesome planned to eat after we discuss. Both Scott and I are making trips to the opposite coasts in the near future, so we have a lot of planning to do for our foodcations. So in this episode, we are going to discuss what delicious treats we plan to sample while we tour the parks. So my first question would be, Scott, what are your current plans at Walt Disney World? Do you have any dining reservations? Do you have any items that you have already decided, yes, I definitely want to try that? Uh, yes and yes. Um, you know, being a Disneyland, <laughs> being a Disneyland regular, it's a little weird having dining reservations so far out in advance. And you know, the other part of it, my family is a little weird when it comes to food. I love food. I eat everything in sight. My wife eats like a bird. My daughters don't eat a whole lot either. So, uh, I tend to drag them along to places. With the upcoming trip, uh, I have the staple of any Disney World trip that I go on for dinner. That was the first reservation I made, and that is Le Cellier for dinner. Uh, oh, yeah. Absolutely going for the steak and whatever other goodies I can get there. Um, you know, I love the ambiance of that place. It's in Epcot, which is one of my favorite parks, and it's, I mean, it's steak. How can you go wrong? True that. Um, <laughs> other than that, we have a, we have a few little reservations. So we've we've got uh, uh, the day we we actually leave Disney World. We've got a, a breakfast buffet reservation at uh, what is it Cape May Cafe at the Beach oh, Club Resorts, one. which is a good one. Nice. That's where we're staying. We also have. Uh, uh, a dinner show, not a dinner show, but a dinner package reservation, which is something I like to do at Disneyland, and we'll get into that when you when you talk about your Disneyland trip. But uh, we have the uh, dinner package at Animal Kingdom at Tusker House for dinner, and then we get to watch the uh, uh, River of Light show, uh, which we're very excited about. Oh, these are all good. Other than that, you know, we're going to kind of go the way we kind of usually go at Disneyland, where it's going to be like, you know, when people get hungry... We kind of wait until that breaking point is close and people start getting what we call hangry at each other and, uh, you know, find a Yeah, we fully, yeah. I'm very familiar with hangry. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a a big word in our house. It's used almost daily. Uh, And then we'll find a counter service place and, you know, grab a burger or maybe hit Casey's if we're in Magic Kingdom and get a hot dog and, uh, uh, you know, and whatever snacks we we like. You know, cotton candy is very popular in my house. Popcorn is extremely popular. Um, Churros although do not do it at Walt Disney World was, you will be disappointed I was going to say yeah, my last experience with churros in Disney World was was not very good so uh, no no bueno uh, it's it's doesn't compare to Disneyland sorry to hear that it hasn't been uh, fixed <laughs> uh, but it's okay Walt Disney World makes up for it with all kinds of other sweet treats where you, you won't even need a churro 
<laughs> that, no, that's 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 awesome. Uh, you know, my my daughter just got her braces off, so she's very excited to eat everything and anything sweet, caramelly, nutty, uh, anything she wasn't allowed to eat for the last you know two years. And so, uh, you know, we'll be looking for for ice creams and brownies and cookies and and all that stuff. Um, do you have any recommendations on places to get treats in the different parks? Okay, I was going to tell you. Get a piece of paper and a pen out, and I'm not even joking, because I'm about to lay on a lot of recommendations. Lay it down. And there's no way that you'll be able to hit all of these places and items, but I'm going to give them to you, and then you can decide if you're in a park and you have a hankering, you can go there. Awesome. Oh, also, I was going to say, uh, we have a tweener word that we use between hungry and hangry and it's hungry with an O. (laughs) (laughs) So like when you're on the verge, like I'm, I am hungry right now, but I'm not to the point of hangry yet. (laughs) I'm going to throw that one out there and see what they say. (laughs) (laughs) You see, you've been talking to somebody from the South. Um, (laughs) uh, All right. So you like sweet things or savory things more? Uh, I like both. Okay. So on the savory end of the snack realm, the Germany Pavilion in Epcot has fantastic soft pretzels. Now, you can get soft pretzels anywhere in the nation. I mean, at Costco, you can get a soft pretzel. Sure, <laughs> but sure, these sure. are these are huge. They're the size of your head. They are authentic German pretzels. So if you like those, that's the only place I would get them at Walt Disney World. Another thing, if you venture over to Animal Kingdom Lodge, to Kadani Village, they have a restaurant there called Sanaa, which is it's Indian-inspired African dishes. And they do a bread service there with several dip- dipping sauces, and they bring out fresh naan. And it is fabulous. Oh I don't gosh. know. If, I know. I mean, you couldn't make a meal out of just that. Um, you said you're going to Le Cellier. Yeah. Have you had the cheddar cheese soup there? Uh, yes, but we're talking six years ago. Okay. I was going to just throw that out there that it's one of my favorite items on the menu because they bring out that warm pretzel bread and the cheddar cheese soup is the perfect pairing. That's right. I forgot about their bread. Oh my gosh. I can remember it so well now you say that. I know. That soft butter with the sea salt on top. Oh, I mean, I just eat those pads of butter alone. I'm getting hungry. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. Dangerous. I I tried to think of like some snacks I could have in my kitchen, like queued up for the end of recording this episode, but I don't have anything cool. (laughs) I have like some fruit. Ugh. Lame. (laughs) And healthy stuff. Forget that. Oh, man. You can fry it. (laughs) I should. Uh, the, at, uh, Disney Springs, if you decide to visit that area, they have a new food kiosk that is called, it, newish, the Daily Poutine. Okay. Are you familiar with poutine? I know what it is. I've never had it. I have many Canadian friends. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, my, in my mind, poutine sounds like something that should have come from the South. It's French fries with cheese and gravy on it, basically. Oh, yeah. And... Uh, it seems like a southern dish, but no, it's Canadian. <laughs> and they have several different options at the Daily Poutine there. In Magic Kingdom, they have a little food eatery area inside Liberty Square, and it's called Sleepy Hollow. Okay. And you can get both a savory or sweet treat at this location. They have um, waffle sandwiches there. They have a sweet Ooh. and spicy chicken waffle sandwich, which is... From what I hear, very good, but I go for the sweet. They have a Nutella waffle sandwich, so it's covered in Nutella, and then they put uh, fruit all over it, so it's pretty much healthy. Oh, pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) so you get all your vitamins, no fat, all, you know, all good stuff. That is a, that's an excellent use of a snack credit, especially if, if you or if anyone that's listening is on the dining plan, that would basically double as a meal the chicken and waffle sandwich you can get someone else in your party to get the nutella waffle sandwich split them that's a meal easy that's a great that's a great idea that's something maybe i'll look into with the kids i know my daughter is a huge nutella fan who's not i mean really (laughs) 
Uh, my daughter is allergic to nuts, so I can't. Oh, uh, I know it is a bummer. Um, so we can't partake in that while she's around because then I feel bad about it. So that's like I have to eat those on the on the sly. Let's see. Do they have citrus swirls in Disneyland? Uh, no, I think it's just the pineapple, just the dole. Okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you're into that, but citrus swirl is basically half frozen orange juice, half vanilla soft serve, and they swirl it up. And a lot of people enjoy it more than the Dole Whip because it's a little more tart, plus you get the actual dairy in it, so, you know, more fat. Okay. <laughs> Which means it's, you know, tastes better. I'll have to try but, that. Um, if if you're at uh, Adventureland and you go by Aloha Isle right next to Aladdin's Magic Carpets, you can order a citrus swirl there. Split it with one of your girls. I think you'll really enjoy it. All right. Spe- speaking of speaking of ice cream, ice cream's a big thing in our house. I take my ice cream and yogurt, right? Frozen yogurt. I take my daughter out for frozen yogurt dates every week. And uh, are there any you know? places around that I can get a really good Sunday. Oh yes. I think we've discussed this before, but Beaches and Cream Soda Shop in the Beach Club Resort, they have a walk-up window where you can just order Sundays. Awesome. And they also have an actual uh, seating area if you want to sit down and have one of their major Sundays. The famous kitchen sink which has you know they turn off the lights and make a big deal out of it if, <laughs> if you finish it then you get it for free which there i mean some people can but i feel like those people are like mythical creatures <laughs> but um, you know they put like 85 scoops of ice cream every topping they have a whole oh can my. of whipped cream and they all repeat a whole can whenever <laughs> whenever they say what's in it it's it's so funny. If you just go by there and sit there for maybe 30 minutes, someone will order one. And you'll get to see the whole deal. Um, they also serve a Sunday called the No Way Jose. If you're a peanut butter fan, it's all a peanut buttery goodness. Uh, that is another yummy ice cream treat there. But the best quality ice cream to me is in the France Pavilion in Epcot. It's called L'Artisans de Gloss. Okay. And if... If you like macarons, they have oh, yeah. a macaron ice cream sandwich, <laughs> and it's huge. And they fill it with their homemade super creamy. It's like gelato consistency. Mm-hmm. It's not fluffed up with air. It's kind of that lower temperature, so it's really soft, and it's custardy, and it's very creamy and dense and rich. And they, they have excellent daily flavors there. I think you would be happy with anything you order at that location if you're an ice cream fan. Oh yeah, I just actually just made a note of that one. That that's definitely something we're gonna hit when we're in Epcot. That my my daughter and I again my my oldest daughter she's really into treats. She's my treat buddy, and so uh, that sounds like something right up our alley. Oh, nice. Uh, and then and then thinking you know as an adult uh, you know walking around Epcot, my wife and I want some adult treats. So we're thinking of you know we're trying to make notes of of all the different uh, sort of slushies we can get throughout Epcot and you know things like that. I hear there's good ones. I think in France or uh, yes, right. Those are some of my favorites. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. is a Grand Marnier orange slush and that's a great yes and a great goose citron slush. Yeah, yeah. At the stand in the France Pavilion. Both of those are excellent, and I don't think I've met anybody who does not enjoy those. Also, the margaritas inside the Mexico Pavilion are fantastic, especially if you go to La Cava del Tequila, which is the actual little tequila bar inside the pavilion. They make them all fresh there. You can get them on the rocks if you want instead of frozen Um because I'll tell you, all you can get is frozen when you order it actually out on the promenade. Okay. But if you want to do any of the specialty margaritas, you need to go into La Cava to get those. They also have excellent chips and queso and guac there if you want to just hang out there and uh, do that. Um, and the avocado margarita, which is actually frozen, is one of most pe- – most people prefer that 
margarita to all the others. See, this seems weird to me. I love avocados, but just drinking one in a margarita seems very off. I know. It kind of creeps me too, but everyone tells me that (laughs) you don't taste avocado at all. It's just creamy and sweet. Awesome. And I... I have only ordered the classic margaritas and I've ordered, they had a passion fruit one, um, back in the day. I don't think they even have it anymore. It was way too sweet for me. I couldn't deal. Um, but I've heard that the avocado margarita is good and not too sweet and just creamy and you don't taste avocado. Interesting. I'll have to try it. That's the kind of treat that I'm looking forward to. (laughs) Um, no, right. All right. I've got, uh, just a list of a few more sweet treats to tell you about and, um, you can decide whether any of these sound good or not. At the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, there is a bakery called um, Kringla Bakery Og Cafe, and they serve something called school bread there. It's very inexpensive. It's a it's a pastry that's filled with vanilla custard and glazed with frosting, and then toasted coconuts put on top of it. It's <gasps> You had, you, me co- you had me at coconuts. Coconut is my favorite flavor, period. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. It is my uh, favorite thing in the world. And so this is basically my favorite dessert in all of Walt Disney World because it's not incredibly sweet. So I could literally eat like four of them, but I won't because they're really large. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's kind of like a less sweet donut. It's got a little bit of a cinnamon flavor to it. And the custard is not incredibly sweet, but the coconut, I mean, they're so fresh and so good, and they're just like three bucks. So I'm a big fan of school bread. Okay. Sounds like pure energy to get through the day. Straight up. Magic Kingdom, if you want to get a sweet treat for breakfast especially, Gaston's Tavern in New Fantasyland serves these cinnamon rolls that are giant and so delicious. <laughs> so we love to get those big, fresh cinnamon rolls there. I don't know if you're family. Are they, are they iced? Oh, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Heavily. Um, <laughs> and you could <can laughs> certainly dangerous. split one with somebody. Sure, but I sure. like to, but I, <laughs> but I do. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> Another yummy breakfast item that I love is in the Polynesian Resort at Kona Cafe. They oh, yeah. serve something called Tonga Toast. Mm-hmm. Have, are you familiar with this? I have had it once, and it was pure heaven. Yes. They also serve it at Captain Cook's downstairs, so that's a good little hack. You don't have to oh. make a dining reservation. You can go to Captain Cook's, and they will serve you Tonga Toast. You will not get the um, jam that comes with it, uh, or I guess they call it a compote, whatever, something sure. fancy. But... Um, yeah, it's basically sourdough bread with bananas and cinnamon inside. They roll it in cinnamon and sugar, deep fry it. It's fantastic. Um, so sounds like you've had it before and you yeah. know what's up. Yeah, that was when, when I went the first time to Disney World, I went with a friend and I think that was the first meal we had and it was amazing. Amen. Oh, yeah. The carrot cake cookie. Have you heard of this? No. It's carrot cakes, though. I like carrot cake. You like carrot cake? Okay. Oh, yeah. The carrot cake cookie is offered in Disney's Hollywood Studios Ooh, okay. at a place called Sweet Spells, which is very close to the entrance of the park, kind of when you make a right onto Sunset Boulevard towards Tower of Terror. It's the villain-themed uh, sweet shop, and it is basically like – it's like a whoopie pie. It's like a two big, round carrot cake – slices with the cream cheese frosting in between the two. Oh, 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 oh wow. It's it yeah, is yeah, yeah. incredible. Like that's one of the other ones that I get every time we go to Disney's Hollywood Studios. Like I have to get it. And that one is so rich that it it is definitely shareable. See, Hollywood, give you a head. Hollywood Studios is the first uh, the first park we're visiting on our next trip here coming up and uh, that sounds like breakfast. It is straight yep. up. You know it. Grab a coffee at Starbucks, grab your carrot cake cookie sandwich, and you're good to go. Oh my gosh. Animal Kingdom Lodge, they offer these little they they basically look like little bonbons. They're called zebra domes. Those are offered at Boma at the buffet, but they're also offered in the counter service restaurant called Mara. Okay. You can buy them in little packages and they are they're basically like um, they taste like hazelnut. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? 
basically like a hazelnut bonbon. There's like a cake at the bottom of it. It's filled with something called amarula liqueur, which to me tastes similar to hazelnut, topped with white chocolate and and then dark chocolates drizzled on top of them. Um, Holy cow, that sounds decadent. They're very decadent. They are very creamy and they have a very unique flavor. And people go nuts over these. <laughs> like, um, I grabbed a pack of those before I went and ate at Gigo with my husband. And every cast member that saw me walk inside with those, they're like, oh man, you got zebra domes? Oh man, that looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, people go psycho over these things. Oh, that's crazy. And so I had to try them to see what the fuss was about, and they are excellent. So I highly recommend those. Let's see. I've got like three more things to tell you about. Ohana bread pudding. Have you eaten at Ohana before? Do you know what Ohana is? I've heard of Ohana and I love, absolutely love bread pudding. Okay. You're in luck because you don't actually have to eat at Ohana to eat Ohana bread pudding. You can go, um, it's in the Polynesian Resort. You can go to the Tambu Lounge, which is right outside of Ohana, sit down at the bar and you can order just the bread pudding. And they will serve it to you. It is pineapple bread pudding, and they bring warm caramel sauce for you to pour on top of it. Oh. And it's heaven. And then, of course, it's served a la mode, like bread pudding should be. And um, it is fabulous, especially like you're leaving Magic Kingdom in the evening. You hop on the monorail. You stop in at the poly, have a quick little bread pudding, and then head back to your resort. <laughs> it's like... What dreams are made of. <laughs> that sounds, yeah, I'm writing this down as you say it. This is like perfect. You're scheduling my Magic Kingdom evening for me. Nice. Uh, another one of my favorite treats is in Epcot in the Germany Pavilion. And that is a place called Caramel Kusha. It's um, all Werther's caramel on basically every dessert item you can think of. And they just covered in caramel. And um, they have homemade caramel popcorn there every day you said you're a popcorn fan i don't know oh, if yeah. you're a caramel popcorn fan but it yep. is bomb it's the best caramel popcorn you'll ever have get a fresh bag still warm it's so good and they also serve these caramel filled chocolate cookies that are almost more like a brownie consistency and they have caramel on the inside they drizzle caramel on top of them i mean i <laughs> they I like their them. caramel <laughs> they do that's the whole point that's the, the name of this place is basically it's it's caramel kitchen in german and it means we're gonna throw caramel everywhere (laughs) um you know they cover they have just blocks of caramel with sea salt on them or they'll cover fruit or brownies or cake i mean you name it they've dunked it in caramel and you can buy it (laughs) that's that's where i'm taking my daughter first like i said she's got her braces off she hasn't had caramel in uh almost two years and I'm just going to – it's going to be heaven to her. It's going to be Christmas. She's going to walk in and not know what to do. It will blow her mind. And the popcorn, <laughs> that is what, to me, is one of the best things on that menu. Awesome. And the last thing on my list is if, for some reason, you decide to eat at Liberty Tree Tavern inside Magic Kingdom for lunch one day, they have a – dessert item called the ooey gooey toffee cake and it's only offered at the during lunchtime you can't order it uh, when you eat there for dinner because lunch is a la carte dinner is a all you care to eat style okay and they they serve this ooey gooey toffee cake a la mode it's exactly what it sounds like buttery cake with toffee bits and then ice cream in it you and can't it eat is that I know. But if I were choosing between the two, I would definitely go to the Tambu Lounge and have the Ohana pineapple bread pudding because those are kind of similar style desserts. Uh-huh. But but the bread pudding to me it is more unique and just better in general. <laughs> no, I yeah, bread pudding for me, that's that's where it's at. I love bread pudding. The best bread pudding I've had to date, and maybe this will beat it, is uh, it's at the Irish restaurant that was in uh, – it was when it was downtown Disney. I, like I said, I haven't been there in six years. Yes, Raglan Road. <clears throat> that's the one, Raglan Road, yeah. I went there, and we had bread pudding, and it had three different sauces, and uh, it was just – it was amazing. It was the best bread pudding I ever had in my life. Yeah, that's fabulous. They have a chocolate bread pudding at Carmine's in New York, and I really love that one. (laughs) 
But, How do I get this uh, shipped to my house? <laughs> it sounds like you're a bread pudding connoisseur, like my family. Like people make fun of my family because we all love bread pudding so much and strawberry cake. Those are our things. Like oh, my family. No. We look for the best strawberry cake and we look for the best bread pudding. <laughs> bread pudding, yeah. I and mean, we got a local we got a local store that has a bakery and there's a gal in there who loves to make bread pudding and every week she has a different bread pudding under the under the uh, the counter there that you can buy and it's anything from she's had chocolate during the holidays, she has pumpkin, she has coconut bread pudding, you name it. And oh. it's just amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Okay, so when we come out to visit you all Bread Pudding City. We will take you for for (laughs) wine and bread pudding. Oh, my goodness. Best day ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. So so now that I've given you six million things to think about, uh, you've got plenty plenty of sweet treats to choose from. I want to get fat. This is on my trip. Guaranteed. They don't. Calories don't count. They don't count. (laughs) They don't count. Exactly. There's no scales. Mm -hmm. No scales. And I got stretchy pants, man. I got stretchy shorts I'm wearing. I'm good. Get the elastic waistband. (laughs) You'll be walking plenty. Every time you look down at your Fitbit or your Apple Watch, you'll be like, ah, I burned it all off. I'm good. I'm good. That's how I reasoned last time we were in Disney World. I looked down at my watch. I was like, oh, I blew my calorie count out of the water today. That means I can eat more. Exactly. Exactly. You can eat more. Exactly. (laughs) It's danger, danger. Um, So, yes, I am visiting Disneyland in just a few short months. So what are your plans to eat there? All right. So. Disneyland, again, very different than Walt Disney World. You don't have to make dining reservations as far in advance, but it's in my DNA now. (laughs) It's in my blood. So every day this this week, I've been um, making reservations at the 60-day mark, and I'm sure. The Disneyland site is like, okay, whatever, you can have no, it. No, you know, there are some re- <laughs> there are some restaurants in the Disneyland Resort that it is a good idea to do that because they fill up fast. We have like three or four restaurants that we'd like to experience. One that none of us have had before. We we definitely want to do a character meal, and we're going to go to the Plaza Inn inside Disneyland Park for the mini character breakfast with my yes. daughter. I think that's a great choice. Okay, good deal. My, um, uh, we've we've done that every. I'm sorry. I was just asking if there's anything I need to eat there, or is it pretty much standard breakfast fare? Standard breakfast fare. Uh, they do have one gentleman there. Uh, well, it, it, they switch on and off, but I tend to get the same guy every year that I go. Um, but they have an omelet machine or an omelet uh, station, and you walk up and you tell them exactly what you want, and they make wonderful omelets. If you're if you're not into the sort of the scrambled eggs, you know, hash brown, uh, sausage bacon thing, I'm into Mickey waffles. Straight they up, they got they got Mickey waffles. Oh yeah, they got Mickey waffles more than you could possibly imagine. I mean, sign me up for that. I pretty much seek those out at uh, anytime we go to Walt Disney World. I just have to find a location where they where they will serve me. Unlimited Mickey waffles. <laughs> we love those things, and then we'll 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 bring Ziploc bags and we'll shove a bunch in there and snack on them through the day. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Oh yeah, that's incredible. So I'm gonna add Ziploc bags to my <laughs> list of things to pack. Absolutely. Um, so you said your family's been there a few times. You enjoy it? Yeah, we we as a matter of fact, since we've been taking our our daughters there, so we're talking, you know, at least. 11 years, 12 years worth. We go there every time and it's wonderful. Um, you know, it's a little pricey, but I think it's worth it. Uh, the character interactions are absolutely spectacular. And if you got children who are really into the characters, you can't beat it. It's literally an hour to an hour and a half. You're there, you're eating good food, good buffet food, but you get to meet a plethora of characters and you get to meet all of them while you sit at your table. You're not trying to be in line or whatever. You'll meet, you know, probably a dozen characters, Mickey, Minnie, the fairy godmother. Uh, Sometimes there's Pinocchio and Geppetto, Captain Hook. We've met Peter Pan there. Uh, You know, the characters from Pinocchio. I don't quite remember the cat's name and the fox's name. Uh, We've met Figaro. Is the isn't Figaro the fish or is that the cat? Figaro's the black cat? I mean the uh, the sort of the the, the bad ones. Uh, there's the two bad characters that sort of helped get Pinocchio to go to the island. Oh, I don't know their names. Okay. 
Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's killing yeah. me. I can't remember their names because I've seen that movie so many times. Somebody, somebody out there is screaming them at us. But <laughs> exactly, I'll Google but, it. <laughs> but yeah, you got your classic characters. You know, Donald and Mickey and Minnie and uh, Pooh, the Pooh characters, Pooh Tigger and the Chipmunks, and uh, it's it's absolutely wonderful. Um, it's a great experience. Your kid is like it, it's going to be like nonstop uh, character exposure. Her head's going to explode. You know, that the fact that there are up to a dozen characters blows my mind because at Walt Disney World, you're like, I mean, it's max five at any character interaction. Usually you're three to four is the standard for a character meal there. Yeah. But when uh, I had a few other travel agents who said the same thing that you're saying that were listing off all the characters, I was like, at one meal? And they were like, yeah. There's that many. I was like, "What? This is nuts!" I'm so excited. It's unbelievable, and it's nice because they, they just they make their way through in a natural way, and they hit every table. And you're there, like I said, for an hour, maybe an hour and a half, depending on how slow you want to eat. But uh, yeah, we when we went to Disney World because we'd done that one so many times. When we went to Disney World years back with the girls, we did the character breakfast buffet at the. Uh, Crystal Palace, and we were extremely disappointed because of what you just said. <laughs> like three characters. <laughs> that was it. And we're like, that's it? We're, we're the rest of the characters because we're used to just nonstop. I mean, literally, we don't put our camera down for a half hour. You're kind of eating with one hand and getting ready to take a picture with the other nonstop. It's it's nuts. So I'm glad you yeah. guys are doing that. I think you'll like I'm it a lot. I'm really excited. I'm also just glad, you know, it's, it's in the park. So as soon as we're finished eating, we can go play. We don't have to... Um, like walk or anything from any other locations and you said it was pricey but compared to some of the other character meals it was actually kind of reasonable for disney to me sure so i'm excited about it also that would be honest john the fox and gideon the cat from pinocchio there you go thank you very much i was never gonna get that like (laughs) that when you were saying it's on the tip of my tongue i was like no it's not even close to the tip of my tongue <laughs> I'm like I don't even think I knew that his name was Gideon the cat. So I'm glad we got that cleared up. Um, One other thing, real quick, when you're there and you meet, if you meet the fairy godmother, uh, if it's an older woman, I, I'll tell you what. We've been there, like I said, for the last 12 years, and every time we're there, it's been the same woman, and it's always amazing to see the same cast members in the same roles. Uh, and you, you know, it's just I don't know. It feels like you, it's like family in a way, right? Because you see them in these special occasions, and then you go back the next year or the year after, and you see them again, and it's the same. It's it's awesome. That is so incredible. It kind of yeah. makes me want to cry when I see <laughs> longtime cast members like that. No joke. When we – another one that we like to go to is Carnation Cafe. We plan to go back there um, because Chef Oscar. Yeah. I almost cried when I met him. He's been there for approximately 600 years. and <laughs> <laughs> They dug him up like, and they found him when they uh, tore down the orchard. <laughs> Exactly. He's like OG Disneyland, like probably one of the longest term cast members in all of the parks. And he still he's just like a figurehead. I don't think he actually does anything at this point. He just goes around and greets people, asks them about where they're from. We talked to him about being from Tennessee. He was like, oh, I love Tennessee. And I just wanted to cry while I was talking to him. (laughs) It was just so cool. So that's another place we plan to go. We've only eaten breakfast there. Um, so we're going to do lunch because I want to try that baked potato soup that everyone raves about. Are you yeah. familiar with this? I, okay. I'm not. I've only eaten breakfast there. See, they used to have a cinnamon toast, like French toast there. They don't mm-hmm. serve that anymore. It was pro- probably because it was like full of trans fats or whatever, and that's why I loved it. But uh, so I was like, I got to try it for lunch. They also serve a fried chicken, and I don't know if it's as good as the famed Plaza fried chicken but we might give it a go see how that how that shakes out give it a shot see how it goes uh we'd also like to eat at blue bayou i'm a huge fan of the location inside uh pirates there it's it it's very similar in feel to the sun on hell inn inside the mexico pavilion in walt disney world and I don't know if I've told you this before, but my favorite thing is outside, inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. Where, where it looks like you're outside, but you're actually inside because I love a controlled climate, no bugs, 
No worries. No, no bugs, yet you hear the bugs. As, <laughs> as a kid, that used to be one of my favorite things. I would watch the clouds in the ceiling going, wow, we're inside. And then I'd go back outside and it was dark and I literally would be, what the hell? How did it get dark and light so all of a sudden? I, I, it, was, it used to trip me out as a kid. It is amazing. And you hear that scary, like... Um, low country music. Uh-huh. Every once in a while, you hear people screaming. Like some, there's some like deliverance moments. <laughs> but <laughs> um, we had the what we lovingly call the donut sandwich, the Monte Cristo, while we were there. Oh, and that thing is dangerous. It is so dangerous. Like it will make you ill, but it was worth it. <laughs> it's very um, much worth it. And then they've got the dipping sauces that go with it. Oh, God, it's kind of making me sick thinking about it, but also excited. Yeah. Um, so I think those are the only actual dining reservations we plan to make. I've toyed with the ideas of others, but I want to hear your opinions. and I want you to tell me some other things that I should eat there. I'm definitely going to eat a churro. I'm going to get a Matterhorn macaroon while I'm there. I got to get a corn dog at the Little Red Wagon. That's a rule. Yeah, if you don't get a corn dog, it's blasphemy. You can't go to Disney without getting a corn dog from the Red I Wagon. I mean, that is the thing. We also really love Tiger Tails and the skewered meats at the Bengal Barbecue. Yeah. Let's see if there's any. I don't know if you've heard, but they're expanding the Bengal Barbecue. They're gonna they're closing down what? those. So those shops where like the indie shop is and the bazaar, they're closing those down. They're gonna expand Bengal Barbecue dining into that area. That sounds incredible, and I hope it's open when we're there because I'm going to be bummed if I don't get any of those. Not sure. I think they're just starting it now. I read something about it about a week ago. They announced the change. So it might be another six months before it's ready. Yeah, it's true. Well, I guess better go back. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to come back for Star Wars Land at the very uh, least. Yeah. There's only one solution. Um, oh, there's a lot of really great food in DCA as well. I really like... Is it the Paradise Pier? It's like Paradise Garden Grill or something like that. I can't remember the name of it. They serve really good little like gyros. And it's really nice fresh food. And what else? The Cove Bar. We had some really excellent appetizers at the Cove Bar. But I don't know a lot of places to eat in that park. Well, I mean, you hit the big one, Cove Bar. If you can, they've expanded that restaurant uh, as well because of its popularity. And, uh, you know, there can be a somewhat of a small wait to get in these days. I remember when it first opened and for years after, you could just walk up, go in, have a beer. But uh, my absolute favorite thing to eat there is their lobster uh, lobster nachos. Uh, it's, what? It's a, okay. I didn't know they had those, but oh, yeah, it's up. It's the best thing in the world. You can share it with somebody. Um, there's enough there for two. Uh they give you huge chunks of lobster. It's not like it's a cheap little thing. It, it is absolutely delicious. Um, and then the other thing there, if you like sliders, I, I really enjoy their sliders. You get a you get a beer and a, and a sampler of sliders. Will they give you three different sliders? It's it's not lights out. It's good. That is what I ordered last time. Was the sliders? I didn't know if they still had it. That's awesome. Oh yeah, they still got it. That's one of my go tos. If I if I sometimes I'll I'll go down there alone to go see a friend or whatever. If I'm waiting around. Uh, that's kind of my go-to. I'll go have a beer or two and have a, have a have a bunch of sliders. Where can I get the best chowder? Uh, best chowder? That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think it's – I've it's never had chowder there. That Pacific Wharf area, and I feel like they serve something like that in New Orleans Square, or maybe it's like a gumbo or something. So in New Orleans Square, they serve a gumbo. It's it's gumbo, gumbo, gumbo all day long. It's my wife's favorite meal. It's the one thing that she absolutely has to eat when we go to Disneyland. You hit New Orleans Square, they've got a little walk-up uh, walk uh, place right above the Pirates, and or right next to the Pirates' entrance, um, right before you get to the shops in New Orleans Square. And... Uh, there's usually a pretty decent line, but it goes pretty fast. And, yeah, they serve two things there, the gumbo in a bread bowl, which is <laughs> to die for. And you can also get the, gu- you can also get the gumbo in, uh, in Blue Bayou as well as an appetizer to your meal. Yes. FYI. Okay, that's where I had it. But if it comes in a bread bowl, like, I'll eat pretty much cement if it comes in a bread bowl. So, <laughs> Well, it's gumbo, not cement, but it's awesome. Okay. And then they also serve chili in a, in a bread bowl, which is also pretty good. They may have chowder there. I'm not sure. I've never ordered it. Uh, I've typically – I go there for the gumbo. I think okay. that's where most people go is they go there for the gumbo. Oh, and I got to get Mickey beignets. 
So that's that was my next thing. Is first of all, when you go, they'll, they'll have the Disneyland Railroad open again, which is no, it makes me want to cry. I'm so happy. Awesome, and I'm extremely jealous and envious because I want to see it with the new trestles and the new path and the new water and all that. I mean, just everything they've done down there. I, you know, it's going to be beautiful. The one thing I absolutely love to do, and I've gotten my family hooked on as well, is if you can get in early, you know, and you need breakfast and you just want to chill for the first half hour of your day. We, you walk down to New Orleans Square, or you get on the train at Main Street. Take get off at New Orleans Square, and at the little the little the little uh, walk up window where they usually serve mint juleps uh, in New Orleans Square. You can walk up, grab a bag of beignets and a coffee, get back on the train, and just take a loop or two around the track while you're eating beignets and coffee. And it is just the most relaxing, magical experience you can have in the morning there. I mean, you could not have painted a better picture. That's like dream life right there it's heaven you, you, there's usually not a lot of people on the train that early in the morning you, you get a front row seat on the side on the cars that face sideways put your feet up and just uh enjoy the warm doughy beignets oh my, oh my in the, the it's just the sugar everything it's it's actually i know amazing. and just try to not get that on you it's not possible the no. powdered sugar gets everywhere. Oh, yeah. You wear black everybody, that day, of course. You know. <laughs> everybody knows where you've been. They're like, ah, another beignet victim over there. Uh, <laughs> what else, snack-wise? So, uh, treats. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. Uh, my daughter okay. will, and I will go in there, and we'll grab giant ice cream uh, floats. I typically like the root beer floats. And she'll Wait, just is this get... in DCA or at Disney or downtown this, Disney? So this is in DCA. This is okay. over by the wharf. Uh, so in that wharf area, they have a lot of lo- little different restaurants. They have like a Chinese restaurant called the Lucky Fortune Cookery. They've got the Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop. They've got a Mexican place called uh, Cochina Cucamonga, which, by the way, serves really good chicken salads. Really? If you want something healthy or somewhat healthy, their chicken salads at Cucamonga Mexican Grill are great. Okay. Good to know yeah, because I'm go-tos. sure there will be a moment where I'll be like, you know, maybe maybe I don't want grease for this meal. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make you feel good at least a little bit, you know. It's uh, <laughs> absolutely. I had a salad so I can eat whatever I want the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's some there's some good food choices down there. Um, but again, yeah, the Ghirardelli Square. Uh, you know, coming from San Francisco, I'm used to you know we we hit Ghirardelli every summer with the kids. It's a big sort of tourist spot, but it's just really really good ice cream. Um, highly recommend. Really good ice cream. So I need to get a sundae there. That's the deal. I would reckon you can get a sundae, banana split, whatever you want. They've got a giant menu. Okay. Um, If you're into margaritas, there's also a little place down there in the wharf that serves uh, margaritas, you know, if you want an alcoholic beverage. Uh, They do serve alcohol in in California Adventure. Um, You know, they've got... Oh, yeah. Backtrack on the mint julep bar. Those those are Ah. definitely non-alcoholic. Have you tried one? No, I'm not a mint julep guy. I am not a that beverage kind of (laughs) gal. I tried it. Everybody was raving about it. I was like, I got to try the this non-alcoholic mint julep. I, nope. I've never had an alcoholic version either, so I didn't have anything to compare it to. Sure. And I was like, what is the deal? It tastes like nasty, like a lime slush sort of. <laughs> sweet and sour, but then they threw some, some mint in there and some cherries on top, and it tasted like basically like a lime slush that had melted. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, no. Well, I was like, why do people love this? I don't get it. But I, I don't know. Okay. People. People love getting it. There's always a huge line there. I, I don't know if people think it. Maybe it's refreshing when it's warm out. I don't know. I don't get it either because I'm not a mint julep guy. I just it's ugh, so sweet. Thing. I don't see how it can be refreshing when it's that sweet. But it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm not going there for that. I'm going there for the beignets. The beignets all the way. Um, finishing up in California Adventure. Um, you know, there's when you walk uh, around the pier and you walk past uh, California Screaming back towards Ariel's Grotto on the right side. There's a nice little sort of Foster Freezes ice cream place where you can get you know ice cream on a cone, which sometimes on a hot day and you're just kind of walking around the park is nice to have. Is it uh, soft you, serve or it is soft? It is soft serve. So if you okay, don't want something big and thick like you'd get at Ghirardelli's, it's a nice little nice little treat to have. It's nice and refreshing. Um, and there's a churro cart close by there because there's I'm churro carts, churros <laughs> carts everywhere. Yeah, and the churros. Yes. I mean, hands down, the churros are the best thing there. Period. I mean, I'll eat one, two a day, easy. They're just oh, yeah. easy. And yeah. I'm a huge fan of all the the cones uh, at. Uh, Cars Land, 
Do you uh-huh. like the cones? I do you... like the cones. I like the uh, the chili con queso cor- uh, cone the most. That's my go-to for. Sometimes we'll get it for a snack or a lunch or an early dinner or something. Um, nice. I got yeah. a breakfast cone and it had like scrambled eggs and like a green salsa in it, and it was Ooh, really good. That sounds really good. Yeah, um, I was a fan of that, and I like Flo's V8 for a a nice quick service meal. Yeah, I've only eaten there once, and I had a sit-down dinner. I think it was like chicken and mashed potatoes, and it was it was decent. You know, it, it did its job, um, but I haven't eaten any other meals there. See, the thing about Disneyland that I love is, well, A, I just think the, the quality of the food at Disneyland Resort is just better than Walt Disney World altogether. I think sure. Walt Disney World has some awesome you know, hidden gems. There are some restaurants there that are great, but if you were looking at all of them – as a whole, it would be average. But if you're looking at all the restaurants at Disneyland as a whole, it would be above average. <laughs> uh-huh. um, they they just seem to have fresher ingredients. You know, they have smaller kitchens, so they don't they don't need to mass produce a lot of their food items. So sure, again, that's a good point. And the fact that the water is not so hot in Florida, you get that sulfur taste. Yeah. In in their water there, so. Even sodas tastes like Florida water while you're there. Some of the bread items, bagels and pizza can taste like Florida water there. It just it's a little bit off and that really bothers me. So pro tip <laughs> get Amazon Prime now to deliver a case of water to your hotel room or jugs of water and use that when you make your coffee because if you get water out of the tap, it's gonna taste like sulfur. Um so that's a great that's, tip. Yeah, that's a, that's an issue that I have there. So ordering sodas and coffee and all kinds of other beverages in California just tastes better just because the water is better. <laughs> the tap water is just better in California. So that is a major difference that I really enjoy about Disneyland Resort. And, um, and I just really love all the produce that they use in all, a lot of their food because it's just so accessible. Sure. In that area. So that's exciting to me. I'm really pumped about going and eating, obviously, because it's what we've been talking about for over an hour. <laughs> so you, you were talking about reservations and whatnot. Did you consider uh, going to Carthay Circle Restaurant? I did consider it. I looked through the menu. What I initially was thinking is uh, maybe we'll do like a World of Color package mm-hmm. with Carthay. And it was really pricey. It's like 45 bucks a person for yeah. lunch and the the menu looks good, but I'm worried about some other family members in my party that it might be a little too exotic for them. Sure. It's not really exotic, but it's a little bit more high end and uh, a little more adventurous in the flavors and it looks like something I would really enjoy but I don't know if my other family members would enjoy it that much so that might be like a special meal with my husband one night sure. I've, I've thought about Carthay for that I've thought about um, Steakhouse 55 and I've thought about Napa Rose mm, they all look expensive and I don't know if my husband's game for any of those <laughs> but, sure. Sure. but um I was trying to kind of come up with the ones that it looks like really good food, but I'm not sure about the rest of my party. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, shoot. I mean, that's, that hits most of the big treats. Uh, one, oh, well, that's not true. Let's go back to Disneyland now. That was kind of a California adventure. We go to Disneyland, obviously. If you like candy, there's the candy shop on Main Street, which, you know, has a plethora of candy, everything from nuts to chocolates to brownies to cookies, anything you can imagine, um, which is always good. Um, but one, one hidden little place that I like to go to with the family is when we're down near Critter Country, if you go to the end of Critter Country when Splash Mountain uh, exits, there's Pooh Corner down there, which is a little shop. Yes. There's also a treat shop down there, and you can watch the ladies make treats down there with the behind the glass, which is awesome. And it's usually not too packed. Uh, but, yeah, you go back there, you watch them make, you know, Tigger Tails and, 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 you know, caramel apples and things, and they've got, you know, a plethora of wonderful treats under the counter that you can just grab and... And then just kind of sit down back there and listen to Splash Mountain music and chomp on your treats. It's wonderful. I love that area. I love Critter Country because it's so chill back there. Yeah. And it's usually 
poo is not very crowded. There's not a super long wait for that attraction. And you mm-hmm. enter it from the outside. It's so cool to yeah. me. <laughs> um, you know, Southern California doesn't experience the rain and thunderstorms like Florida does. So everything is undercover at Walt Disney World, which is a good thing because then they can keep the park operational when it's raining, which, by the way, it rained while we were at Disneyland last time we were there and so many things shut down and people were flipping out and it was hilarious because <laughs> the park basically just emptied out and my husband and I were like what is going on this is a ghost town and it was because it was sprinkling <laughs> people didn't know what to do with themselves no, they don't and the, the thing is a lot of those people are local so they figure well, I'll just go home for a while and it's wonderful because if you're out there visiting the, you've got no lines it is awesome. A lot of things closed, though. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I do love that part of Critter Country back there. And it, you, is it called Pooh's Corner? Is that what you called it? Yeah, I believe it's called that, Pooh's Corner. That is the first place I ever had a tigger tail. I had nice. a tigger tail and a tiger tail on the same trip. Totally different <laughs> items. Both good. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's a great tip. I think my daughter would really love going back there and watching and just hanging out in that area altogether. And yeah, it's a good location. You get soaked on that sucker at Disneyland. You do not uh, get wet very much at Walt Disney World, but at Disneyland, we were so soaked and so surprised. We were like, "What happened? How did we get so wet?" Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like taking a shower. I won't ride that. I'm not a fan of getting super super wet, and I will not ride Disneyland Splash Mountain anymore unless it's in the in the mid midsummer. It's nuts. Uh, there's no reason to. I mean, really, it's it's very – you get very wet. Same with uh, Grizzly River Run. You will definitely get soaked on that. I've sucker. never been on that because – I've never been on that ride because of the fact that you get soaked. It's just not I mean, a thing I like. How miserable would you be in soaked clothes riding home? I mean, <laughs> no, that's, that's rough. <laughs> so, but kids love it. They do love it. I don't know. They just – my daughters last time we were down there went on it like three times in a row. They couldn't get enough of it. But we brought them a change of clothes, too. We planned ahead. (laughs) And it's the long, it's probably the longest uh, raft ride that I've ever done like that. It's, it's a nice long ride. It is. It's great. It's beautiful inside. It's gorgeous. I know. That's a good one. We'll probably have to do it. Dang it. You're going to have, you're going to have to bring a, bring a, bring a, you know, a a poncho or something. Yeah. We're not staying that far away from Disneyland, so it won't be too difficult to get back to the room if we need to. We can do it right before nap time or something. If it's warm (laughs) enough, you'll just dry off. It's no big deal. I know. It's a dry heat. It's a dry heat out there. Yeah. It's very dry. People love to say that. I'm like, it's still a blame oven. It doesn't matter. It's still hot. Exactly. (laughs) A hundred degrees is a hundred degrees, my friend. That's true. Um, right. Well, I'm sufficiently starving, so that's yeah, good. Me too. I need dinner. <laughs> yeah, you have to have dinner. And I need, apparently, I just need a bunch of junk at this point. That's all just, I want. Just something. Any, any old snack will do as long as it's full of, you know, fat and cream and sugar, I guess. You, you need a chocolate bar with salt on it. I mean, that's. <laughs> that would be so good. That'd be perfect. That I mean, you get your dairy, you get your. Nuts from the cocoa beans. You get your salt, which has got to be a food group. <laughs> I really like your thinking, and I feel like that's exactly what the food guide pyramid says. Exactly. You got to trust the pyramid. Well, that was a great episode. Uh, talking about food, we could do that all day long. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to all the people that have been leaving feedback on iTunes and reviews and, and ratings and whatnot. It's been super helpful to us. And uh, same with social media. We definitely appreciate the interaction and uh, the recommendations. Uh, so keep it up. Please keep, keep in contact with us. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at stbarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.